0: Right, I'm Chris Avina with American Outdoor News, and today we have somebody who's had a celebrated career in the professional shooting sports. She's held uh, both national and world titles multiple times. Uh, please welcome Ms. Julie Golub. Julie, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Chris.
0: You're always so accommodating, I gotta say.
1: <laughs> I try. I try.
0: <laughs> now, you started shooting... At a very young age which is um, well for me in New York is a little uncommon but uh, how did you get started?
1: So um, I'm a daddy's girl so I grew up hunting and fishing and hanging out with him on the range as a young girl and uh, it's something that I fell in love with. I fell in love with the people of the shooting sports. They became an extended family for me and so it wasn't long before I decided that you know, all of these people are having so much fun and they' are so supportive and, and amazing that I need to do this too. And I shot my first uh, competition at the age of 14. So wow. uh, it, it was young. I mean, some kids are starting even younger these days. <laughs> we all look yeah. back and go, "Wow, I wish. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was an amazing experience just sharing that. At a time, you know, when fourteen-year-old girls are thinking about being rebellious and and everything else, my best friend was my dad, and uh, we had just a great relationship.
0: That's great. Family is so important, especially it today. Is. You don't have the uh, family um, the family uh, unity like we had when well when I was growing up, when you were growing up is a little different.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But um, so you started when you were fourteen. when did you get your first sponsorship
1: oh gosh Um, well it's kind of funny actually um i i started to turn some heads in competition because one there weren't very many girls shooting you know on the range and two i was getting pretty good (laughs) um and so uh my first sponsor was actually smith and wesson and it's funny because how everything comes full circle they're you know who i represent now and uh, they sent me uh, a beautiful 40.06 that I started competing with wow. and, uh, and had a, a lot of fun with it. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's neat to see that, you know, there are so many great companies in the industry, but Smith has been, you know, a big supporter of sponsored shooters and shooting sports and, and youth shooting. And it's very cool.
0: So from, from there, you got recruited into the Army. How did that That's happen? It. <laughs> that's you know, <laughs> that's not that's not a very common way to get approached by the army. How how no. did that come about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, I was I was competing a lot. My dad and I would travel all over. And uh, all over the Northeast. I'm a fellow New Yorker. So, yep. <laughs> um, and uh, I saved up my money to go to the Nationals, earned a slot there based on my performance at these competitions in my local club. And I, you know, I had some friends. Mom and dad said, you can go. <laughs> I went and shot my first Nationals, and it was there um, that the Army team was shooting. Um, It happened to be the first year that the Army won uh, the USPSA Nationals, too. So they were looking to grow their program quite a bit and uh, caught the attention of the coach. And he said, hey, how would you feel about joining the Army and shooting for us? And honestly, that was just a dream come true because, you know, at that point, I was 16, 17 years old, figuring out college life, you know, where would I go? But I had this dream of being a national champion. And the only way that was going to be possible is some was something like joining the military and, and uh, shooting for the army marksmanship unit. So uh, I came home from the nationals and said, Guess what, mom, dad, I'm joining the army. I'm
0: <laughs> and, sure they uh, were thrilled. <laughs> they were You're not little, going to <laughs> any more <for> competitions,
1: <laughs> right? Um, so, but it, it, it did work out. It was obviously when I gave them a little bit more of the details, then <laughs> they were excited.
0: Well, yeah, I'm sure you don't get any better training than being in the military.
1: It was, it was a neat experience. Uh, you know, the number of rounds sent down range, I shot over a hundred thousand rounds in one year. Um, wow. So, you know, that kind of foundation is incredible. I rely on it even still today. I don't shoot that much. <laughs> I don't think anybody's really shooting that much nowadays, um, yeah. but, uh, Can't get you the know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it, you know, it's, it was a really great experience, especially, you know, 18 to 25 years old, you know, being able to. To learn a lot about life, leadership, and goal setting, and uh, you know, doing it while you're wearing black and gold.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. Now you came out of the uh, military. How how do you start a career as a professional shooter? You know, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that somebody aspires for growing up. Saying, I want to be a professional uh, three gun shooter or a competition shooter. Uh, and actually, make um, a, a, living. Very, a very good living doing
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's something I always wanted. But you know, getting out of the army, truthfully, I was a little burned out. Um, that mm-hmm. much shooting, that much pressure, there was constant press, pressure to always perform well, and uh, I kind of lost sight of the fun of it all. the The reason why I enjoyed shooting so much. Um, and so I had no intention of, of going pro. <laughs> yeah. um, I was going to become a school teacher and do that. And uh, mm. I decided after I got out, I went to a local club match and I fell in love with the sport all over again. And I said, I got it. I got to get back. I, I love this too much not to have it be a part of my life. And at that time, um, Glock was looking for somebody to work in their GSSF program. So I took a position with them. And it wasn't long before Smith and Wesson said, "Ah, we remember you. <laughs> Come on back." Want you back. <laughs> exactly.
0: And you've been with Smith and Wesson ever since.
1: I have, yeah.
0: Wow. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to find uh, people who're so dedicated, not only to to the craft but promoting the sport like you do, um, and and that just comes from. Um, from the passion and the love of being involved in, in what you do. But, um, I think we have an amazing industry. We really do.
1: We really do. I mean, the support that the industry gives to junior competitors, clubs, shooting sports, shooting programs, you know, hunting, all of that. I mean, you look at you know, I, I compare it to like rodeo. You know, there's like this this tight knit group of sponsors that support rodeo and rodeo sports and and cowboy lifestyle, right? Well, with the firearms industry, I think it's even bigger. You know, they they support not only the competition aspect and shooting, but like a lifestyle choice that you know people can be responsible and uh, you know really take their 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 life you know seriously and want to be willing to protect it and others so it's it's a really it's a really cool thing
0: it is it really is now um you have so many so many medals gold silver bronze uh, you've really had a celebrated career what's next for you
1: Oh, there's still a few matches that I want to do well, <laughs> a few few perfect scores that I want to achieve. Uh, I'm focusing a lot on Action Pistol, which is the Yankee Cup. Um, so that's a big, big focus for me because it's one of the things I haven't checked off the list yet. Um, but that's, that's just it. I mean, it, there's so many opportunities within the shooting sports, even if you get tired at one. Um, you can jump on and try something new. You know, if you're a speedy action shooter, go shoot some bullseye, um, go, go try shooting some clays, you know, something like that. There's there's tons of different opportunities out there. So even if you are feeling a little overwhelmed or burnt out, you know, sometimes hitting a refresh button on a new sport is just what you need.
0: Well, why don't you explain what you're doing now? Because I, <laughs> I think the average person really doesn't have a grasp of what shooting sports are about.
1: Sure. So right now my focus is action pistol, which is kind of bullseye meets speed. So it's a draw from the holster sport. Um, and instead of shooting a lot of different targets and running around, it's their fixed positions. So mm-hmm. we have four, four main courses of fire, um, barricade, practical plates, and mover. And there's a perfect score of a 1920. So each each uh, course is a little bit different, but we shoot anywhere from 10 yards to 50 yards. So it's it's a little out there for a handgun. 50 yards <laughs> and, is a good distance. <laughs> uh, it is a good distance. And on the target, the center of the target is a four-inch X ring. So our wow. goal is to hit uh, you know, that 10 ring every single time and get as many X's as possible. And it's it's one of those sports that's a very personal sport, you know, it, it versus a lot of run and gun sports that you may see out there like three gun or USPSA and IDPA where you're, you know, everything is constantly changing and you're kind of comparing your score against other people uh-huh. uh, because there is a perfect score in Bianchi and action pistol. You're, you're really focusing on your own ability and yourself. So it's, it's really neat. I, I enjoy it a lot.
0: So what you're doing now, how does that differ from three gun?
1: So three gun is obviously more uh, firearms. <laughs> so you've got yeah. a rifle, pistol, and shotgun, um, and it, it it focuses less on the gun handling aspects. So in three gun, you're going to be drawing, reloading on the move, whatever with with whatever you know platform that you're using at the time. It's a very physical sport. Um, in, in depending on the flare of it, uh, you could be shooting targets out to a 1,000 yards or everything could be super close and speedy. Yeah. Um, whereas that action pistol sport, everything is very fixed. You know, this is your target, your two targets at the 10-yard line and you will shoot them X number of times and that is it. Um, so, you know, if you enjoy free shooting sports, like where you can do anything and you have problems to figure out and you try to test yourself, stuff like three-gun, USPSA, IDPA. Uh, that's that'll be your go-to. Um, but if you like something that's very specific and regimented, action pistol and steel challenger are very good options, and rimfire challenge too.
0: I, I just uh, a plain old target shooter.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's great, and and but that's just it. I mean, you can borrow from some of these shooting sports and just you know, kind of like, oh, well, I'm going to try this new target. You know, I'm going to see how they shoot this steel or whatever in your in your everyday day to day kind of goals that you want to set for yourself or dry fire or whatever so it's, it's neat it's it's cool
0: well you you've definitely broken down barriers uh as a woman in the sport uh how has that advanced say in the past five years uh women in uh shooting sports
1: you know, it's it's funny. Um, you know, a lot of people think that uh, shooting sports in the industry have been so gruff, male dominated. You know, little lady kind of things. And Not really? I yeah. haven't found that to be the case. <laughs> you know, a couple people. You know, you have a few outliers here and there that you're going to find. Um, but I think that you know, being young, um, and and getting started in having that extended family in the shooting sports, and then making it a career, being able to show women that. This is fun. This is rewarding in so many different ways. Whether you just want to learn how to carry, or if you want to become a national champion, and seeing so many more women and girls, especially over the last five years, is just—it's blown up, right? We have yeah. so many female pro shooters now. We have so many women that are are, are not even pro shooters, but are just supporting the a Second Amendment lifestyle and a, a level of, of proficiency and carrying and all of that it's really neat to see
0: was it being a, a veteran in the sport at such a young age and having like uh some new hot shot coming on the, onto the scene you're like hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know it's it's funny most of the hot shots that you see um, are very respectful. You know, it's it, They've been they've grown up. That's the thing about you know the shooting. When you're on a range, you have rules. You yeah. have to learn to respect those rules, and you have fellow fellow people on the line or fellow competitors, and and you can't be a uh, you know a spoiled kind of nasty person because you won't want to stay for long. Nobody will want you around. <laughs> so True. it's it's really a neat thing because. Even, even the, the, the kids that are pushing the envelope, they, they have aspirations to be, you do what you do. And so they're very respectful and they're little sponges, which is it's great. That's how we keep building this legacy.
0: Well, you, you've certainly earned that
1: you know, with the <laughs>
0: respect of your peers. You were the first and only woman to win national championships in five different divisions. How do you top that? <laughs> it <doesn't
1: mean> <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um, you know, And that's just it. I mean, there's so much that we can do. And, and uh, you know, there's, it's great to be the first at something. But, you know, shooting is personal. And when you treat it that way, um, it can be extremely rewarding.
0: Uh, well, due to the current climate out there today, um, what's going on in Ukraine. Um, you see them basically handing out guns to people on the street. We need you to fight, here's a gun. How do you see like the antis shifting, supporting that, but yet they don't support it here?
1: You know, it's it's often uh, goes hand in hand Uh, when you're so vehemently anti-gun, you're usually a hypocrite, (laughs) you know, so um, it's frustrating, but it's nothing we haven't seen before. Um, I'm so glad that, you know, people in Ukraine and people here in the United States are taking their own safety, their own defense in their own hands and they're learning and they're doing what they need to do. And thanks to the Internet and thanks to people having podcasts and people training on the internet and people, you know, sharing things through social media. We have this, an accepted community where it used to be when I started, I mean, we didn't talk about shooting sports beyond the range because it was, I mean, it was New York. It was during yeah. the assault weapons ban. It was, it was like fight club, <laughs> you know, you really just don't share it. Um, yeah. Whereas now people are like, you know what? No, this is, this is my lifestyle. I'm proud of who I am. and And I'm, I'm proud of what I, believe in and so those kind of situations i think are helping and um you know and that's that's what changes hearts and minds in the end you know when people really put their put themselves in other shoes so we'll just have Mm -hmm. to see how it goes
0: well i mean last year alone i think we had what five or seven million brand new first-time gun owners
1: that's crazy that's a huge number
0: that's And I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Um, I, I know people firsthand that never handled the firearm in their life. And they saw what was going on in, uh, in our country, riots and burning businesses and, you know, just the craziness that went on in 2021. Uh, and I say, you know what? I got I to gotta protect my family. And they went out, they bought something, whatever they could.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, we, we've we always had um, a lobbying arm to support our rights. And uh, I know, as we discussed, there's only so much you can say. You've been on the board of the NRA and uh, you're bound legally uh, to what you can and cannot say. Um we need um, a political action group, right, like, like what the NRA actually is, that has the political cl- clout to support and uh, protect our rights. Who do you see filling that void?
1: Gosh, there, you know there's a lot of people doing great work. Second Amendment Foundation, Firearms Policy Coalition, um, in the NSSF's PAC. There are a lot of groups out there that are, are stepping in to, you know, make sure that the industry is represented and that the people are represented, represented rather. Um, the thing is, though, what we've seen over the past couple of years is that our voices matter when it comes to how we protest how we speak, how we share things on social media, how we purchase. And so even if you're frustrated with not seeing what you want to see in Washington, you have a voice and you have a vote. And these things truly matter. And uh, it's, it's good that we're seeing so many more people step up and realize that they have a responsibility, a civic responsibility yep. in, in how they act. And it's, it's, that's a very good thing.
0: It is, and you know, there's always new groups coming up, stepping up. Uh, but do they have the um, political contacts that we need?
1: Time will tell, I guess. Um, you know, at least we have you know the voices out there, and that's the first step. That's that's the beginning. And um, you know, we we need to rally behind those voices, and we also need to use our own. So it's it's a very very important time.
0: Well, there's always, you know, the soft-spoken approach like Uncle Ted, you know, he's, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it works for some. It may not be your style, <laughs> but that's okay. You know, it's it's okay. Everybody has their own way of of communicating and reaching out and connecting with people, and we need to remember that. This is what binds us together.
0: Now, do you see New York, well, in New York, being a former New Yorker, I know you're not here anymore, right? You're one of of the smart ones. Um, (laughs) They actually had um, made it to the Supreme Court um, trying to overturn some of the gun laws, uh, which was a big step for us. Huge. Um, um, Do you ever see the SAFE Act being overturned?
1: I would love for it to be overturned. I mean, it's, you drive through all of New York, except for in a few select places, a few select cities, and you see people with signs on their, on their, you know, yards to to get rid of the SAFE Act. It's affecting people um, that, you know, truly need to be able to protect themselves and their families. Um, And so, I don't know, there would have to be a major, major political change and climate in New York for that to go away. And uh, I think I think there's so much corruption um, within the pol- politics of New York that that would be yeah. very, very difficult. And it, it, makes, it breaks my heart because I still have family there. I still have friends there and they're fighting a good fight. It's like when everybody talks about, oh, we'll just leave New York or, oh, just leave California or, oh, just leave Maryland and New Jersey. It's not that easy for some, and I applaud those who are really, you know, sticking, sticking to their guns, right? They're, they're, it's a figure, uh, (laughs) a figure of speech, but it, you know, they're, they're fighting the good fight. And I think that is so, so very important.
0: I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I, I look forward to what's to come. Uh, I follow a lot of different um, people involved in the industry. Uh, It's always good to hear uh, a different opinion, a different approach, um, I think it keeps us well informed and um, it, it definitely gives you a more educated approach to how we're going to protect our rights. Definitely. So what's what's next for you? What's, uh, coming, what's A coming? lot
1: of uh, competition. You know, it's that time of year. <laughs> they yeah. start to rev up. So, you know, from April to basically October, I spend a lot of time in the range, um, working with various different sponsors on, on projects, uh, like podcasts and, and gun smarts and, uh, all of that good stuff. Just, you know, riding the wave.
0: <laughs> uh, well, where can we find you?
1: Uh, best place to, to find what I'm up to is my website, juliegolob.com J U L I E G O L O B. You can find my links to social media there, my blog videos, all that good stuff.
0: All right. Well, definitely follow Julie on her site and her blogs and, Subscribe to uh, our podcast, our our magazine as well. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody soon.
1: Thanks so much.
0: Thank you. We love our children. We protect them. We guide them. We prepare them for life in the world. With all that we do from deep in our hearts, we cannot control all things.